Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, this is EJ Allen with the Wolverine.com and we're back with another Wolverine live recruiting show answering all of your questions tonight. So make sure to enter your comment with your question in that chat box and we'll make sure to get to them. Uh, before we start tonight's Q&A, I just want to remind you guys to like this video. It helps us to get in front of other Michigan fans so we can have more comments and also subscribe to our YouTube channel for free never miss uh, a video. We're consistently uploading them on a daily basis. So get notifications every time a new video drops, continue to support us with your likes and subscriptions. And last housekeeping item, as always, subscribe to the Wolverine.com today. We're actually running a special promotion for the game against Penn State. New annual subscribers can get 50% off 
their subscription. Um, not sure what code that was, but that's not the right code. You don't need a code. Just head over to the Wolverine.com and subscribe today. 50% off uh, of an annual subscription that gets you premium recruiting information, team information, basketball, basketball recruiting, NIL transfer portal, and so much more. And you get to be part of a great message board community with more than 9,000 unique individual users over on the fort. Let's dive into today's show with uh, the questions. First one comes in from Tyson Smith, and he says, what do you think about the new offer in 2024? So yeah, Michigan did extend an offer today to 2024 Edge Luggard Adok That's a tough name to say. Out of the DMV, uh, Bishop McNamara High School. I actually saw Bishop McNamara play last year. Unfortunately, uh, he was out with an injury. I tried to go back to watch that game film, and Luggard was not in uniform. But he's definitely an intriguing prospect on three. Actually has him rated as a four-star recruit. Um, He just dropped his top five yesterday. Obviously, that didn't include Michigan just because you know, the Wolverines hadn't offered yet. They offered this morning, but Michigan pass rush specialist Dylan Roney had a good conversation with him. I think Michigan is going to vault into that top five. Michigan is going to push for an official visit right now when it comes to, you know, edge commits. There's only two. It's just Devin Baxter and Dominic Nichols. So they want to add another edge to the room. Uh, after losing out on Elias Rudolph and uh, Jacob Smith. And so, yeah, I, I mean, Edo Pai is definitely a top target for the Wolverines as uh, Michigan looks to close strong before the early signing period. Uh, and like I said, on three has him ranked as a four star. ESPN has him ranked as a four star. Uh, just a, a really intriguing prospect. Interested to go see him. Unfortunately, his season's over, but I do plan to hit the road and uh, meet with him at his high school and kind of get an idea of where Michigan stands. And, and you know, that full report should come over on the Wolverine.com. So, again, make sure to sign up today. And Tyson kind of followed up that question with Deshaun Warner, right? So, I just talked about. Uh, at a pie, well, Deshaun Warner is the guy at the very top of that edge board. Michigan offered him first. They've been working over the last month to get him to campus. Still iffy if he's actually going to make an official visit. You know, Warner has been pretty locked in with Kansas since committing to the Jayhawks in July. Michigan and Ohio State both came in with offers. And Warner's kind of said the same things, like, I'm appreciative of these offers. I'm going to keep the lines of communication open, but I'm really happy with my commitment to Kansas. So can Michigan flip him? Uh, like I said, it's going to be tough to flip him from Kansas. I know that sounds a little weird. Michigan is the superior program. You have the pass rush production, but he's really appreciative of the fact that Kansas believed in him first. Um, but at the same time, You know, Michigan obviously has a lot to sell to him. I think Dylan Roney's done a really nice job of building that relationship with him. Area recruiter Jay Harbaugh has been involved as well. But they absolutely have to get him on campus for an official visit. The Ohio State game 
would be ideal just so he experiences a game day atmosphere in the big house. But he's never been out to Michigan, um, so it's really hard to say what Michigan's chances are right now until you know they do get him on campus. But I think today's offer doesn't necessarily mean Michigan's feeling more pessimistic with Warner. I just think they need to give themselves some options here. We're getting closer to signing day. We don't know if Warner is going to make an official visit or not. You know, signing day is just a little more than a month away. What is it? Five weeks away, six weeks away at this point. So they have to give some themselves some more options on the edge board. But I think right now Warner remains the top target and Eric Pai um, is up next. Of course, I think the ship has kind of sailed with the guys that decommitted Jacob Smith seems pretty locked in with Kentucky he announced an NID, NIL deal yesterday and Elias Rudolph seems pretty locked in with uh, Miami as well. So Warner Etik Pai, we'll see what happens. Uh, Tyson Smith came in with another question. He says, what's your favorite place to travel to on the road and what's the best place you've ever been in the world? Okay. So my favorite place to travel to, when I'm on the road. Well, man, it's, I guess it's hard. Um, you know, one place I really like to travel to, especially in the fall is New England. Um, you know, Michigan used to recruit the area a lot harder a few years ago than they do now, but New England in the fall is pretty awesome. Uh, obviously I love going back to Chicago, even though I'm originally from Texas, having lived in Chicago for a few years, you know, I still consider it kind of home. So it was great to be back there this fall and then going back to my birthplace of texas is great as well because you can't beat the food uh the best place i've ever been to in the world would probably be uh budapest is my personal favorite like i just enjoyed the the city and the architecture and just a lot to do the food was fantastic uh really all of europe i mean geneva uh, was fantastic as well. Turks and Caicos in the Caribbean was pretty cool. So I've been to some cool places trying to go to the Galapagos soon. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, John A. Schultz says, all right, another off topic question. Who wins in a fight, a grizzly bear or a gorilla? Um, you know, I love bears. I want to go out to the Smoky Mountains here soon and spend some time with the black bears. Uh, obviously enjoyed watching the uh, Grizzly Man documentary, R.I.P., but I think a gorilla easily wins that one. I mean, I know bears are extremely tough and would definitely kill me, but I feel like gorilla pound for pound is like right up there. Like if we were doing a pound for pound list, like I feel like a gorilla would be in contention for the number one spot. So I'm going to side uh, gorilla. John A. Schultz is back with, I missed yesterday's show, so maybe you cover him covered him, but do you have any info on newly offered edge Luggard Edek Pie? Uh, John, I know you were here for the start of the show, so we already covered Luggard Edgar Pai. Um, for those of you that have just joined the show, I just talked about him. You know, Michigan's giving itself more options on the edge board. He released a top five yesterday that didn't include Michigan, but just got the Michigan offer today. So I do think that the Wolverines will enter the top five. Just how interested is he in Michigan? I think we'll have a better idea in coming days once we learn a little bit more about him and, and once I go out to see him. Uh, John A. Schultz also says, also, can you tell us 
about the 2025 quarterback from Florida, Carter Smith. How does he stack up to the other 25 quarterbacks? How does he compare to Jaden Davis? Uh, good question. I absolutely love Carter Smith, man. I, I'm excited about that offer. I know Michigan quarterbacks coach Kurt Campbell also loves Smith. For those of you that don't know, he is an on 300 quarterback out of Fort Myers, just visited this weekend. And uh, like I said, Kurt Campbell is really, really high on him as a prospect. If Michigan misses out on five-star quarterback Bryce Underwood, who's obviously at the top of the board, Carter Smith is probably the next guy up. You know, we can talk about George McIntyre, who's the number two quarterback in the country, but I don't think, uh, you know, Michigan is, is going to land him. So I feel like Carter Smith would be that next guy that's really realistic. And on three loves him, man. They have him ranked as a top 10 quarterback nationally, the number 112 overall recruit in the country. You see, he has a good frame, six foot three, 180 pounds. He's really athletic. If you pull up the tape, and I talked about this on yesterday's show a little bit. I know you didn't tune in, John. Uh, you should have. But no, I mean, anybody that didn't tune in yesterday, I kind of said the same thing about Carter Smith. He's just so athletic. And when you turn on the tape, it's really fun. He's a true dual threat quarterback. So he makes a lot of plays with his legs. And something that stands out to me is just his toughness. Um, there was a play on, on the huddle highlights where he just pitched the ball and then ran and served as the lead blocker. It looked like sunshine on remember the Titans and just laid out a dude. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love his ability as a dual threat guy, which is something Jaden Davis doesn't really provide. Um, and his ability as a creator. I don't think that Carter Smith is as polished of a passer as Jaden Davis. Um, he still has to develop from a technical standpoint, but he has a really good arm. Like I said, he has a really good frame as well. And the potential and the upside as a passer is there. But I, again, love his ability to run, love his ability to create. And that's, you know, contrast from Jaden Davis, who is more of an accurate short to intermediate passer, really knows how to control the offense, really smart football player, high football IQ, knows what the defense is doing. Pre-snap, you know, Jaden Davis is a very safe high floor take. I think Carter Smith is a very exciting high ceiling take. And, you know, that excites me. I like more of the high ceiling, more of the creator type of quarterbacks. Give me a J.J. McCarthy who goes out there and creates um, that's what Carter Smith can do. I think if he takes the next step as a passer from junior to senior year, you're looking at a guy that's going to be, you know, a, a potential top 100 guy. Uh, like I said, really, really high on Carter Smith and what he brings. If you haven't had a chance to go watch Carter Smith, I highly suggest doing so. If you look at guys that are next on the quarterback board, um, you know, aside from Bryce Underwood and, and George McIntyre, I mean, the other guys, Bear Bachmeyer, uh, Hussan Longstreet, Ryan Montgomery, you know, all those guys have different things to offer. But I like Carter Smith than all of them. I think he's the most exciting of the rest of the quarterback options. I think Ryan Montgomery is very good. I think Hussan Longstreet does some things that I really like. I think Bear Bachmeyer is very solid, but I think Again, Carter Smith is just exciting. We need some excitement at the quarterback position. Um, Kenma says, thoughts on Bryce Underwood LSU prediction and flip targets for 2024? Um, I actually did not see Bryce Underwood's LSU prediction, so I'm not sure who exactly predicted that. 
Um, you know, if I had to make a prediction today, like if you forced me to do it, I probably would lean LSU. Um, oh, it looks like they've taken a commanding lead on the on three recruiting prediction machine. So I completely missed that today. But um, yeah, you know, I talked to Shay Dixon, who runs our LSU site yesterday. I think we're pretty much on the same page. I think Bryce Underwood has, you know, every reason to take a close look at both schools, given what they've done on the offensive side of the ball this year. Michigan has opened it up with J.J. McCarthy. You know, Jaden Daniels is having a great year for LSU. And, you know, both quarterbacks have really impressed Underwood. I think, you know, the things that are obviously different about LSU and Michigan are, um, you know, the distance and the NIL. Uh, because when you look at the offenses, like I just said, I think both have done enough to impress them. I think the quarterback coaches have done enough to impress them as well. Kirk Campbell's done a great job with Michigan. Joe Sloan's done a great job with LSU. Um, but the distance factor, I don't think it's ever really mattered to Bryce Underwood. Shea actually made a good point to me yesterday. He was like, man, you were one of the first guys to ever interview Bryce Underwood. And he told you that he really was fond of playing in the SEC and wasn't afraid to leave home. And this was back when he was an eighth grader or a freshman. And then I was like, yeah, man, I remember him saying that, you know, really, really early on. So I don't think he's ever been afraid to leave home. And in fact, on this podcast, I've always said that Bryce has had a wondering eye for the SEC. So, you know, I don't think distance will play a role, especially him coming off that LSU visit. Um you know, a few weeks ago, whenever it was last month, I think that gave him a lot of confidence that he can leave Michigan and go to LSU. And, you you know, Bryce was very close to Dante Moore, uh, who obviously left the state of Michigan last cycle and went out west. And, you know, I know Dante always kind of dreamed of being out west. And uh, I think he did it. And that gave Underwood maybe a little more push to be like, hey, I can do it, too, and go south. Um at the same time, he's really impressed with what Michigan's just done on the field. Um, I know some family members, you know, have been or grew up pro Michigan. Um, he's been to Michigan more than any other program. So I think there's more familiarity with Michigan, but I can't say that distance would be a factor. Um, NIL, you know, is something that Michigan hasn't been able to do all that well on the recruiting trail. You know, Michigan's elite at NIL when it comes to roster retention and transfer portal. But when it comes to actual recruiting on the high school side, I think Michigan obviously lacks there. And LSU is not necessarily, I know you think about LSU, it's the SEC, it's, you know, this really boisterous program, but LSU hasn't necessarily done exactly what, you know, a Texas A&M or a Miami has, but I would have more confidence in LSU playing the NIL game than I do Michigan. So I have no problem with the LSU prediction. Like I said, and I've said it for the last couple of weeks, I, I would be slightly leaning towards LSU. But if Michigan can get them back on campus for the game against Ohio State, if they can get them back on campus again um, in December before the dead period, then I do think that, you know, they, they'll have the potential to turn that momentum that LSU has has uh, garnered uh, the last few weeks. And, you know, obviously he's making his decision in January. So that's right around the corner. And Michigan knows they need to make things happen in this recruitment. But if they do miss on Underwood, you know, like I just talked about, Carter Smith, man, he is definitely um, 
you know, a guy to know. But before we move on to our next topic, guys, we do have a sponsor on tonight's show, and that is My Perfect Franchise. We'd like to welcome our new sponsor here. Are you a displaced corporate executive or wanting to put your career in your own hands? Or are you an, in, are you an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify? Andy Lurecki can help. Andy is a huge college sports fan and franchise veteran. Having owned multiple franchises and businesses, using his expertise, he helps others find their American dream through a very thorough consultation and evaluation process. Call Andy, put your life and career in your own hands. Best of all, his services are 100% free to you. So what do you have to lose? Uh, Andy uh, has done a great job on his Zoom calls. He's known for his customer service. I think a lot of people that we've talked to have uh, enjoyed their time with Andy. He sponsored other content on the Wolverine. He gets great referrals. So now he's on this show. So yeah, find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. That's uh, myperfectfranchise.net. You can also call Andy at 404-973-9901. That's 404-973-9901. So again, Big shout out to Andy. I might have to hit him up, man. I need some Chick-fil-A franchises in my life. You know what I really need is I need a Whataburger franchise out here in Virginia. We do, we have a fake Whataburger in Virginia that advertises as Whataburger and it's not. We need Andy out here getting me a Whataburger franchise. So if you're looking to open some franchises, Chick-fil-A, Whataburger, get in touch with Andy. All right. <laughs> JC says, do I know karate? Um, I was never a karate kid. <laughs> I was never a karate kid as a kid. I uh, I never learned karate. I always thought it was lame. Like I never enjoyed the karate kid movies either. It's just a bunch of lame-o stuff. Uh, I obviously am Mexican, so I enjoyed boxing. I grew up on boxing. I still box. So it's uh, it's a great sport and definitely way better than karate so get out of here with karate um has michigan hit a ceiling in regards to the star power it can attract due to its academic requirements no i don't think it has anything to really um do with academic requirements i think it's just more of nil in fact with santa ono now as president i think he's kind of uh, been a big help when it comes to academic requirements with transfers. You've seen Michigan be able to attract more guys in the transfer portal. So, you know, if I gave a big reason as far as what's limiting Michigan's ceiling on the recruiting trail, uh, academics wouldn't really be up there. I know that's been an issue or was an issue when I first started on the Michigan beat, but not really so much as of late. I think Santa really embraces academics and uh, I mean, athletics uh, obviously embraces academics, but he really embraces athletics. He, he knows, you know, that that Michigan needs to have a great football team to continue to produce revenue. And he's really invested uh, in Michigan athletics, as you've seen throughout this sign stealing scandal. Santa has been a big defender of, uh, of Jim Harbaugh and he's, you know, out there fighting. And so I, I don't think academic requirements will really hinder Michigan at all. Um, JC says, did you see the guy who looked into your window? I don't think, I mean, I've seen those like deep fake videos where they have like those fake aliens uh, looking in your window. 
I, I might have to do that for the next show, but I don't think anybody, unless I have a ladder, I live on the second floor. So I don't think that anybody uh, was out there unless it was, you know, an alien, which I believe shout out to them. Um, living here in Ohio, I always get excited when we get Ohio kids, any top rated prospects actually considering us. Um, you know, Ohio's still a tough place to recruit. Michigan's obviously had some success here in recent cycles, landing some underrated guys a couple of cycles ago and then or last cycle, I'm sorry, and then this cycle landing Jordan Marshall, the big fish, top 100 running back. But in terms of 2025, man, I think a lot of the highly touted Ohio guys are leaning towards Ohio State. Uh, you know, you've had guys uh, that are really highly rated visited Michigan. For example, like top 100 running back Bo Jackson or top 100 tight end uh, Luca Gilbert. On 300 offensive tackle Carter Lowe out of Toledo has been really high on Michigan uh, and has visited a few times, including this fall, but another tough pull from Ohio State. Um, you know, the guy that I would be most excited if Michigan were to be able to land him would be Marquise Davis out of Cleveland Heights. I believe he's right on that top 100 range. Um, but man, I absolutely love Davis. If you put a, pull up his huddle, it's a lot of fun. He plays multiple positions, but really excels as a running back. I mean, I know we don't love to talk about stats on this show, uh, but Davis has had like 300 yard games, like putting up insane numbers. But more than that, I mean, the speed, the vision, the balance, it's all there. And he's just an explosive game breaker. Um, and then he can play defense too. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, plays safety at the next level. Um, right now, Ohio State's the heavy favorite on the on three recruiting prediction machine. Michigan's not really even on there, but the Wolverines have offered and Davis did tell our Zach Libby that he is a maybe to make it in for the game against Ohio State. So those are some names off the top of my head, but, uh, you know, not looking great in Ohio. I mean, one more name I'll throw out there that Michigan actually, I'll give you a realistic guy here, P Maximus, um, that just popped into my head. Dwayne Galloway, obviously top 100 cornerback out of Columbus, Ohio State, has not offered the local kid just yet. Um, I think that Michigan might have the early lead for him. They just had him on campus over the weekend. Um, he had a great interview with our Zach Libby over at the Wolverine.com. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think right now Dwayne Galloway is definitely one to watch in Ohio. Uh, Buck Wild says, EJ, what up? Everything good? Everything is good over here. Excited for high school football playoffs tomorrow. Uh, and he also says, what running backs are we looking at in the 2025 class? Yeah, I was going to write something about 25 running backs, but I just got on the Mike Hart train. Like I was just writing a bunch of positive stuff um, about Mike Hart. So I didn't want to start getting off the Mike Hart train. Um, but 2025 is looking kind of bleak at running back. You've had a lot of elite guys already eliminate Michigan. You know, the Wolverines offered, you know, top 100 guys like uh, Gideon Davison. He committed to Clemson. Harlem Berry left Michigan out of his top group. Jordan Davison, who visited as an underclassman, left Michigan out of his top group. So a lot of guys have really flown off the board. Justin Baker, who was thought to be maybe a Michigan lean early in the process, committed to Tennessee. So 
you know, it's not a particularly strong year at the running back position next cycle. Um, and I think a lot of targets have just fallen off. Like the big fish right now that's actually visited campus and is highly touted is probably Iverson Howard out of the DMV. Um, you know, uh, he's nicknamed Rocket. He has great speed. He's kind of like a Micah Kaapana type of back. I saw him at the Under Armour camp in Baltimore in the offseason, and he told me Michigan had the early lead in his recruitment. But at the same time, he hasn't been back to campus. Like, I actually DM'd Iverson um, was a couple of days ago or something, and I was like, hey, man, are you making it back to Michigan uh, this month? This was before the Purdue game, so last week. And uh, he told me he didn't have any plans to. He's going to be at Penn State this weekend. I think Penn State is really starting to surge in this recruitment. So, you know, I don't know what exactly Michigan's going to do. I, I actually have a draft here. So I have it on Word, so I'm pulling it up. Um, but as far as running backs, yeah, I mean, the board right now is shaky. I, I just said all those guys eliminated Michigan. I mentioned Bo Jackson and Marquise Davis when talking about Ohio. And uh, both of those guys might be leaning towards Ohio State. So really, it's Iverson Howard, man. Justin Baker's off the board, like I said it earlier, and and really just a bunch of like three star guys that haven't really visited. So Iverson is the guy, but they need to really turn it up with him. So running back recruiting is a little uh, concerning right now for the twenty five class. Um, Luke Lacula twenty one. Sorry about that. How bad is the NIL program for Michigan? Just saw a prediction for LSU to land Bryce. I think it's unacceptable and dims the light on Michigan's future recruiting. Um, I mean, the NIL program, like I said earlier, is really good for transfer portal and roster retention, but it hasn't been up to par on the recruiting side. And I think a lot of that has to do with Michigan just wanting to play by the rules. They want to take care of the guys on the roster first, they realize the value of the transfer portal as well, um, but they have to figure out something. I mean, it's definitely not good. Like they, they know they have to figure out something. I mean, Jim Harbaugh has been advocating for a base salary model. That's something concrete that you can sell to recruits forever. And they haven't put that in place. So right now I would say, you know, Michigan's NIL program is very subpar. Shout out to Chris Ewald senior in the chat, father of Michigan commit Chris Ewald junior um chris ewald wants to know who's the new 25 prediction so for everybody joining in the show i did tweet out that i put in an on three prediction today it's actually the dude in the thumbnail jamari deloach uh i was gonna say subscribe to the wolverine.com to find out but you know chris ewald's a great friend of mine so we're just gonna say it uh on the show but jamari deloach i put one in for him three-star defensive back out of chesapeake Virginia, so right in my backyard. Michigan now holds a 99.3% chance of landing him, thanks to my pick. Um, you know, he's not a really highly touted guy. He's only a three-star, 45, ranked number 45 cornerback in the country. But, man, he's a really exciting player. I've been a big Jamari Deloach fan over the last several months, and so has Michigan. Jesse Minter came out here in the spring, evaluated Deloach, and extended the offer Um and I mean, they've loved him ever since they see him in the Mike Sainer still role. They've pitched that to him, which has been really appealing. Deloach just made his second visit over the weekend for the game against Purdue. He had a fantastic time. Um, he had a chance to meet Mike Sainer still in the locker room after the game. 
I think that made a big impression on him. So I think he'd be a good compliment to Chris Ewald Jr. Because, you know, Chris Ewald Jr. is more of a true outside corner. Deloach is a fun nickel type that you can do a lot of different things with. I mean, if you were to liken him to guys on the roster, Deloach would be saner still. Chris Ewald would be uh, Will Johnson. So even though he's not really touted by the services right now, I think Michigan did a great job of getting an early eval on uh, Deloach. <laughs> Could I beat up Ryan Day? I mean, Ryan Day looks pretty, you know, he, he looks pretty stocky, man. I, I'm not sure. But he, but he is kind of, I think he's kind of short. I've only seen him one time in real life. So I don't know. I don't want to call out Ryan Day. <laughs> but assuming we can't get Bryce, who is a quarterback we had a good shot at. So I talked about Carter Smith earlier. I think he's the next guy up. I've been hyping him up. I'm really excited about what he brings to the table, but I'm also excited about his interest level. I think Penn State and Florida State have been the two schools that have been really high on him. And Chris Ewald Sr. can verify because I called him a couple of weeks ago and was like, this Carter Smith guy is great. You should get him on your seven on seven team to play with Ewald. Um, or Ewald Jr. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm really high on Carter Smith and I think his interest is, you know, increasing rapidly. He told me he plans to be back in Ann Arbor for the game against Ohio State. And Florida is actually the leader here on the on three recruiting prediction machine, but I don't think that's the case. I, I think it's wrong. I think it's Florida State and Penn State up there. And I think Michigan is now in that, you know, top tier group. So Kirk Campbell doing a great job here over the last few weeks with Carter Smith. And then some other names to know, you know, George McIntyre, Michigan still trying there, though I've been very pessimistic on the show. Bear Bachmeyer and Husson Longstreet out of California are two uh, four-star guys that Michigan really likes, uh, would probably be next after Carter Smith. And then uh, the Wolverines still keeping tabs on Ryan Montgomery. But uh, I think, you know, both parties are, are losing a bit of interest there. Um, and yes, John A. Schultz, that is the Chris Ewald Sr., not Jr., in the chat. Uh, so show him some love. Um, and, and Chris says, uh, what's up, guys? Go Blue. Uh, is, is every high school running back 5'10", 180? Um, you know, that's, that's kind of the, the usual size, I guess, for, for high school back. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, a lot of them are kind of in that range. Um, can't wait for Ewald to get on campus where he can pick up the baton left by Will Johnson. Assuming we, Will leaves after his junior year, it would be awesome to see Ewald and Will for one year. Yeah, it would be great to see them for one year. I'm not sure if that would um, happen, but uh, it would be great. Um, let's go down to uh, Kevin Hall. And I, I believe Kevin's the last question. So shout out to you, Kevin. If any of you guys watching want to sneak in a question, Make sure to do that. Last call for Super Chats as well if you want to contribute to my travel budget so I can continue to travel around and see recruits across the country. But um, Kevin Hall says, is NIL-based salary a part of Harbaugh's new contract extension negotiations? Um, I can't really confirm that right now. I can't really say like, oh, yeah, it's definitely part of the negotiations. But I would imagine they're talking about something in terms of NIL. I mean, Michigan... Um, hasn't really capitalized on the on-field success in terms of the recruiting trail. Obviously, last year's class was ranked uh, around number 20. This year's class barely hanging on to the top 15 rating. Right now, they are number 15, so we'll see if they can stay in that top 15. But yeah, I think Harbaugh has 
you know, again, long been a supporter of having a base salary type model. And this isn't a novel idea. This is something that's already in place at my alma mater at SMU. This is something that's already in place at Texas Tech. These are lesser programs. There is no reason why Michigan can't have an NIL base salary with more uh, money than those two programs. So SMU's, SMU's pockets are pretty deep, but uh, there's no reason they can't have more uh, NIL-based salary for guys than, than a Texas Tech or, or programs like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Harbaugh is definitely talking about that in, in terms of negotiations. We do have one last question from Gary Green that came into the chat. He says, if we miss on Underwood, that will be the third five-star quarterback in the state of Michigan we have missed on in the last few years. Is that because of NIL? Yeah, I think NIL is playing a role for sure. I mean, it doesn't matter where guys are located at the quarterback position. I don't think you're seeing the hometown teams win. This isn't like a Michigan problem. Like you saw Nico Ayamaleva leave California to go play at Tennessee. And even before NIL was really a you know full thing, you had the two five-star quarterbacks leave California, Bryce Young, uh, went out to Alabama and DJ Ugalele uh, went out to Clemson before transferring back. But um, yeah, I think now these days, anytime you want a premium position, and this isn't just quarterback. I mean, if you're talking about quarterback, running back, wide receiver, offensive tackle, pass rusher, cornerback, like those are the most important positions, the most glamorous of positions. So they're going to command a lot of NIL dollars. So I think geography is becoming less of a factor and NIL is becoming one of the biggest factors when you're talking about guys that are rated in the top 100 and especially a Bryce Underwood, who's the number one player in the country, the number one quarterback or a Dante Moore, um, who was a top 50 or top 30 you know, recruit nationally, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. So, yeah, I think NIL um, is uh, is a big reason you're seeing Michigan miss not only at the quarterback position, but maybe at some of these other skill positions as well. All right, guys, that is my time tonight. As always, make sure to subscribe to the Wolverine.com today. 50% off for new annual subscribers. Also, like this video, subscribe to our YouTube channel for free, and I will see you guys next week. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, 
Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-424-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.